So you got to practice what you preach first and foremost. And so if you're struggling to find the motivation, let's start there before we ever talk about teaching somebody else how they should make phone calls. Because who the hell are you to tell somebody like you need to make your phone calls when you're not doing it yourself? Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with Whistle Realty Group and EXP Realty in San Diego. My name is Brian Cochin, the marketing director here in Whistle Realty Group in San Diego with EXP. Yeah, okay, well, that started good and started quick. Cool. The goal of our show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics that you need to go out there and crush it in your business, whether that be real estate, mortgage, or really just any business out there. The way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us. So if you ever have a question you want to have us answer here on the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com, ask us questions, join our Facebook group, uh, referral network, subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel, and find out about upcoming events like our Media Mayor Mastermind event, which is doing a built-in badass course where we're going to share everything Brian and I've learned over the last six years of creating videos. And it's all going to go into a nicely packaged course that you can watch um, in your underwear if you want to while eating ice cream. That's how I'm going to film it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you enjoyed the show today, we would love for you to, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up and hit the subscribe button and the little bell so you get notified of future episodes of the show. Or if you're watching uh, or listening on a podcast platform, if you could hook us up with a review, that would really help us a lot in getting our message out there to more people that we can help. With that said, Brian, what's our question today? So this question came in directly submitted from thewhistleway.com um, from our friend Julia Ivanka. Um, I, st- I don't know where she is. I think Pittsburgh, but right. could be anywhere. Um, so she, her question is, how do you motivate your agents to consistently make their calls? And I want to kind of expand this. I want to answer that question. But more in general, how do you, Kyle Whistle, motivate your team here in San Diego? How do you motivate them to do what we all want to do is, is sell and make more money? Yeah, this is really hard. This is probably <laughs> the hardest part of running a team or a brokerage. Um, And for some of you, this is an internal struggle. Some of you that are watching or listening right now, you have this struggle yourself. So I would stay motivated. Yeah, I would say first and foremost, you've got to look inside and find out what is it that motivates you to make the calls. There's no way you can expect somebody else to make the calls if you can't make the calls yourself. So you got to practice what you preach first and foremost. And so if you're struggling to find the motivation, let's start there before we ever talk about teaching somebody else how they should make phone calls. Because who the hell are you to tell somebody like you need to make your phone calls when you're not doing it yourself? So um, if you know me, if any of you ever are in my office for a day, you will realize there is not a second of downtime. Like as soon as we are done shooting this podcast, I'm filling my water up and I'm jumping onto my next meeting, whether it be Zooms or calls or whatever the case may be. But it is back to back to back for I put in a solid, solid two hours a day. I mean, it's it's a a very, very solid eight hours. Um, Even when I'm going in between places, I'm on calls, I'm on Zooms. I was on Zooms the entire day, the whole way to and from my ranch today. Everything was Zoom, 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 Zoom and call, 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 call. Um, So you got to find out what is that that motivates you? I don't know that there is a perfect answer to what motivates somebody. And definitely not a one-size-fits-all answer. Yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, everybody's a little bit different, right? There are some people who are more motivated by pain. There are some people that are more motivated by pleasure. The carrot or the stick. Yeah, we talk about the carrot or the stick. So do you like to chase the carrot or do you like the stick? You want somebody, you know, hitting you from behind, telling you, get up and go, bitch. Like, what motivates you? I am not much of a carrot person. I don't need the awards. I don't need the recognition. Um, that's It doesn't mean a lot to me or it doesn't mean as much to me. I don't say it doesn't mean anything, but... It doesn't mean a lot to me. Um, that's not what motivates me. The motivation to me is other people pushing me. Like this was this last year is fantastic. Like what motivated me this last year was that there were other people. We've been the top team in the county for six years, and there were some people who got caught up, you know, to us, and we really had to push. Like I didn't want the pain of losing that ranking of being number one. Like that motivated me a lot. That pushed me a lot. But you know what I did is I actually. That's what was motivating me, but then I took that to motivate the team and put a goal out there that if we hit X number of transactions, I was flying the whole team to freaking Cabo. Now, that's the opposite motivation, right? That actually motivated the team to work harder, to push harder, to make their phone calls because they all wanted to go to Cabo. With the carrot. So where I was motivating myself with the stick, with the, the pain of losing that number one title the agents on my team were more motivated to hit that closing number so that we could all go to Cabo together. So there's there's not a right or wrong. I mean, that's that's the hardest part is what I've learned over the years is that you've got to really get to know each person individually and find out what motivates them. Um, I got a guy on my team right now, and I'm like, hey, what, what motivates you? What do we got to do? He's like, a Rolex motivates me. I was like, okay. And we're like, well, all right, well, I'm happy to buy your Rolex, but – what are you going to do, right? What's that, what is that goal? What's that number Threshold. you've got to achieve where you feel like you earned that Rolex? And he came at me with a number and I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, All right, that's easy. You got to work for it, right? Yep. But now we've reset a number and at a number that we mutually agreed because it's got to be something that pushes somebody, right? I'm not going to, if somebody wants a, a fucking Rolex, right? You want like a $10,000, $20,000 watch, like you got to work for it. So we set a number out there, and he's super motivated. He's literally checking in with me every single day, and he's got his Rolex hat because he's already, like, for him, <laughs> he's envisioning shifting from a hat to a watch, and he's motivated by that. Just put it on your wrist. Done. Problem solved. <laughs> Wear I'll, the hat. I'll send him a fake one now and be like, hey, when you hit that goal, you get the real one. <laughs> uh, but that's what motivated him, right? But I had to have conversations with him. I had to get to know him. I had to learn and understand what makes him tick no pun intended because rolex doesn't tick right it's yeah. there's Smooth. perpetual motion i think they call it like it's just always moving um but that's what you've got to do is you got to sit down with each individual person and learn what makes them tick because everybody's not the same there's a lot of people who actually don't want there's a lot of people who don't want the recognition there's a lot of people who like if if they got an award and they got to stand up in front of everybody like Ooh, don't, they don't even like that it, it feels awkward they don't want attention on them. So we say, hey, if uh, you don't meet your goals, you're going to go in front of everyone and get an award for <laughs> missing your goals. <laughs> right? Um, so, I mean, that would really be my best answer to that question is you got to sit down and, and find out what makes each person tick. I think um, early on in my leadership, I, I've always tried to just find a one-size-fits-all, and it, it was always just a reward. But I've understood, I've understood there's other people who are not motivated. And sometimes that pain, like it could be – 
I mean, there's some people that are very political, right? We just went through a pretty wild political season. Um, and some people are very passionate about which, you know, flag they flew, the red flag, the blue flag. Like, you know what? If, if you're a pain person, Brian, I want you, let's say you are a, a Trump fan. I want you to write a $10,000 check right now to Joe Biden's campaign. And if you don't hit your goal, that shit's getting sent in. Yep. Right? Like some people are more motivated by like the thought of paying 10 grand to, you know, the, the one candidate they freaking hate. <laughs> that is some serious motivation. Yes. Um, I've, I've heard of, I'll, I'll just tell you a couple of tricks. I've heard of one where somebody said, hey, I've got to have 20 conversations a day. And they put a clothespin at their door, or 20 clothespins at their door, uh, and 20 dollar bills on each of the 20 clothespins. So there was $400. Every time they'd have a conversation, they would pull a 20 down. Conversation, pull a 20 down. The entire office knew that at 11 o'clock, if there was any money left hanging on those clothespins, or uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it, it was fair game. You could up have for grabs. it. It was up for grabs. So the last thing this guy wanted was to ever see a single 20 left hanging there at 11 o'clock because if he did, he was giving it away to the rest of the office. So like that's, that's going to be the, the opposite, right? So you got somebody who's a Rolex person yep. that wants that carrot, wants that pleasure, and then you got somebody else who's a hang 20 you know, on a clothesline and, and whatever's left is gone at the end of by 11 o'clock. So you, you got to learn each person individually. Um, and sometimes you got to be creative. Some people like the gaminess, right? The gamification of the the clothesline with $20, $20 bills on it. Um, so you you got to do that. You got to find out from the agents, you know, what um, what kind of cadence they want with the accountability too. Because there's some people like the guy with the Rolex wants to check in every single day. Cool. There's some people like, dude, I got this. Like, let me just check in with you once a week. I'm good. Uh, but there's got to be a, a system of or a cadence of check-in, whether it be daily, weekly, whatever the case is. I wouldn't go much more than weekly because you can get off the track so quickly and it's so hard to get back on track with things. So at least once a week, you want to be checking in on something like that. So how do you find out if they are a carrot or stick person? Because some some people don't even know, right? I, 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 would, I would bet that there are people that are listening now that go, I'm a little bit of that, a little bit of this. I'm definitely a carrot person. We all know that. You're definitely a stick person. We all know that. You like carrot ice cream? No. Carrot cake? Carrot cake's okay. With ice cream? No. No? No. Oh. Because then it's just vanilla ice cream. I'm not going to waste my ice cream on vanilla. <laughs> or as my four-year-old likes to say, vanilla bean. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, no. Anyway, so how do you find out or or whether they're a carrot or stick person? Or how do you find out what motivates them? What have we done that kind of will give you an insight into our agents' minds? I think you just have to run some tests and just try it and see what works because um, you're never going to know until you put it out there. <clears throat> and sometimes maybe they're a carrot person, but the carrot wasn't big enough. Mm -hmm. Like a Rolex is a pretty big freaking carrot. Yep. That, I want a I mean, that's, I mean, that shit, that might even motivate somebody who's a, a pain person if it was that <laughs> big of a thing. So um, you, you're just going to have to throw a test thing out there. Like, hey, if you hit it, what are you gonna do for yourself? And it, sometimes people are like, I don't even know, like, I can't really think of it. Then they're probably not a, a pleasure person, right? They're not a carrot person. And then if you ask somebody like, well, what if you don't hit that goal? Oh my God, it'd be devastating. You're probably a pain person. Like if you can almost just say like, what are you gonna do for yourself if you hit the goal? 
what's going to happen if you don't hit the goal? And you could almost watch just the reaction to that question alone is usually going to be a pretty telling sign of which which way they swing. Another thing that we've done, I was trying to kind of lead you, you here. You could do both. You, yeah. Um, but one of the things that we've done in the past is as new agents come on, we encourage them to do a, a dream board and really kind of show. And from that, you'll you'll usually get a good grasp of things too, right? If they have a lot of uh, – a dream board is something you dream. I don't know. That's, I was going to explain it. but I'll, All the I, shit you dream about on a board. Yeah. Uh, it's very confusing. I know. The, the name is misleading. Um you it's like use, chocolate chip cookie dough. Like, who would have thought it's chocolate chip and cookie dough and ice cream? Like, yeah. crazy. Is it chocolate chip cookies dough or is it chocolate chips and cookie dough? See, it's different. Anyway, um, but you can see by what they put on their dream board, um, you can get gleam some information from that as well. And then also utilize that as a way to help motivate them, right? If they have uh, family time and beach house and that type of thing, you can in your one-on-ones or when you talk with them in a one-on-one. God, I'm off. Um, I got you. Right, like my dream board, I don't think there's a single material possession on my dream board. Uh, On the other side, you have the the new Tesla or the the Rivian. Rivian. Yeah. So you got a big (laughs) picture of that. They sent that shit to me in the mail. I didn't didn't find that. (laughs) You put it on the wall. Um, But like my dream board is all things, right? Like things to go do. Uh, I want to go on an African safari. I want to go uh, swim in devil's armchair, like things like that. So like that's another telling sign too of what motivates somebody where if somebody's like they got a Rolex, they got a fancy car, they got fancy, you know, purses, shoes, bags, whatever, like maybe that, you know, that's a telling sign too. Um, one of the things I've seen that worked really well for one of our agents, he has three kids, is he set a goal and then he told his kids, hey, kids, if daddy hits his goal, then we're doing a trip to Disneyland together. This is a fantastic accountability system. Because <laughs> what happened, every time dad came home, daddy, did you make your calls? Daddy, did you make your calls? I wanna to go to Disney. Daddy, did you make your calls? When are we going to Disneyland? Daddy, did you make your calls? Kids can be amazing. They're the, probably the best accountability parts because nobody wants to disappoint their kids. And they will not forget. Remember yesterday you said I can do this? No, I don't remember <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so yeah. There you go. So there's a lot of different tips, a lot of different thoughts and ideas, and, and just some stories of things that I've seen work. But the bottom line is there's no one size fits all. Um, everybody's a little bit different. But I think at the end of the day, if you can figure out what motivates people, um, pain or pleasure, carrot or stick, that could really be an effective way to set goals and, and help people be held accountable. Because some people, uh, I've had people sh- they tell me like, hey, if I don't hit this, I want you to fire me. Cool. Let's. There you go. Let's do it. So... That I, we have a couple more minutes. I wanted to kind of um, transition to there. What happens? What do you do if you can't motivate someone? What, you, you can't motivate the unmotivated. Correct. So at a certain point, you just got to cut your losses. So one of the phrases that I've heard a lot that I really like is coach up or coach out. Yeah. So what we don't want to do is, hey, Kyle, make your calls. Check in tomorrow. You make your calls? Nope. Peace. You're gone. Right? So there, there's got to be a, a process. There's got to be expectations set. There has to be that current or the constant accountability and communication. Yeah. Um, but at some point, and I think it's smart to build this process before you run into the situation, right? You, you have your, uh, you, you have insurance before you get into a car accident. You have your plan of, hey, if you don't meet this for this amount of time, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 
So build yeah, that up one other thing I've learned too that I'll share before we wrap is my favorite question in the world. When somebody's not hitting the expectations or hitting the goal, rather than coming at them like, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you making your calls? Are you stupid? Do you not want this? Like, Are you stupid is a great opener. Yes, yeah, really good. <laughs> Are you stupid, boy? I think it's some movie. Um, but just my favorite question is, hey, is everything okay? Like, hey, I've been watching the numbers, and I noticed we've been missing, you know, some of the marks. Is everything okay? Like, when you can truly come from curiosity, because you don't know what somebody's dealing with. I mean, I've just, in the last year, I've heard of, I've, my boyfriend beat me. I've had a miscarriage. I'm getting divorced. My wife was in an accident. is on bed rest. Like, you don't know what somebody's going through. So, like, before you jump down somebody's throat and, and scream and yell at them for not doing it, just check in. Especially if you see somebody that's like, you know, falling off the mark. Like, I know I have a couple of these calls to make today, right? Like, hey, man, I've noticed you've kind of been off lately. Is everything okay? Right? Like, that, that'll go a really long way because you just never know what somebody's dealing with in their life. Cool. All right. So, Julia, hopefully that answered your question. Uh, we went really deep and, and it gave you a couple different options. So, uh, hopefully that helped. Cool. The way we like to wrap up the show is with something we refer to as the whistle widget of the week this is something we utilize in our business it saves us time makes us more money or helps us have more fun or gets us more ice cream so with that said what do you got brian uh mine is actually going to be a podcast that i've listened to in the past and i've started listening to again um and what's really great about this is it takes uh one central theme for each episode and incorporates different uh speakers on that theme it's a great way to look at life in kind of life and business in a, in a wider sense. I know as real estate professionals, we can obviously get stuck in our lane and we ask other real estate agents, what are you doing for this? What are you doing for this? Um, and we listen to the same coaches and it, we get very stuck in one way. Um, this is a podcast called the TED Radio Hour. And I think they usually take uh, four different TED talks um, and then they combine it into one hour long show that they kind of, piece together they piece it together but they also add interviews and stuff so it's a really good way to look at different aspects of life or business or or anything and kind of see how can i apply that um i've really really enjoyed it again lately it's great storytelling it's great radio um and the one i'm listening to now is talking about taking things slower and how you can look at other other cultures and uh just a very different way of thinking so TED Radio Hour. I listen to it on my podcast. I'm really into it again. So that is my pod, or that is my widget. This cool. Week. The one I got is going to piggyback off of something I shared on a previous podcast, which was a system called Calendly, which is great when somebody needs to book an appointment with me as an individual. But what do you do when you have like three, four, five really busy people and you got to plan an event that works for everybody's schedule? Because that could be a nightmare. Trying to do that via email I get stuck in those email chains and I just want to start punching people. So <laughs> uh, I haven't figured out how to deliver a solid punch via email yet. So I found a solution and it's called Vite, V-Y-T-E dot I-N, Vite, V-Y-T-E dot I-N. Huh. Like invite, but it's Vite oh, in. Oh yeah, Vite in, there you go. So the way that this works is you just go in there as the organizer of the event and you could propose as many times as you want. So. If you have a large group, maybe you want to propose five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different options. You could propose all these things that work for your schedule. 
then you could choose who you want to invite and where the meeting is going to be. And then it'll notify the other, let's say, five people. And they'll all go in and they'll vote on the times that work for them. And then the system, at once everybody has voted, will say, hey, Kyle, here's everybody's votes. This looks like the time that's going to work best for everybody. You say, yep, looks good. You confirm it. And you're off to the races. And now you didn't have to deal with all these back and forth emails. And everybody could see what everybody else voted for. So they'd be like, oh, it looks like everybody's going to be able to do that time. I can do that. Or I can move something around. Um, it works fantastically well. So vite.in. So it's like invite, but vite.in. And that service works amazing. Like I have a call today at four with like three other people who are insanely busy. Um, two of them don't even live in this country anymore. Um, and so trying to get them all aligned on different time zones and everything, like that could just be a total nightmare. So Vite.in has been great when I need to align a lot of busy people up. That was a better widget than mine. <laughs> all good. So if you got value out of the show today, we'd love it. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so you get notified of upcoming episodes of the show. Um, if you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, if you could hook us up with a review, we'd really appreciate it. So that platform can share our podcast with more people. We've been a uh, top 50 in Canada and business podcasts. We'd like to be top 50 in the U S so top 10. Um, yeah, that's where we're aiming for. Um, and if you have questions you want to have us answer on a future episode of the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com and ask your question there. You can subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel, join our referral network, join our Facebook group and find out about our upcoming media mayor mastermind course, which is everything Brian and I have learned over six plus years of shooting videos together condensed into one little package. It's really going to help you shortcut your learning curve and help you go deeper and get more value out of those videos that you're shooting. With that said, I'd love to thank you for tuning in to the Whistle Way podcast. Cool. See you guys next week.